This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. Hey guys, this is Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter is back with you all over the major platforms like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Deezer. Really appreciate all the support. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. You can hit me on Twitter, at Mike L Sports, and all over the social media platforms. Be on the lookout for the ML Sports Takes and 9-Minute with Mike Lindsley segments on TikTok, on YouTube, on IGTV, part of Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you have any ideas for a show or if you're interested in being a sponsor, certainly get a hold of me at MikeLSports1979 at gmail.com. And, of course, you can hit me in the DMs all over social media as well. We are presented by Stanley Law Offices. It's simple. Just call Joe. They're all over social media as well. StanleyLawOffices.com. They've been doing some great stuff on Facebook uh, in terms of you know mental health during the coronavirus and some different things there. And your personal injury lawyers are there for you. StanleyLawOffices.com. Again, it's simple. Just call Joe. We're also presented by Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual, New York State. Our great friends at Pelra Contracting. And, yes indeed, Axe Exotic Pets. It's a great time of year to grab an exotic pet, whether it's a snake or a lizard or that special bird as well. Go ahead and visit Axe Exotic Pets on Facebook. Route 11 and Cicero, if you're in and around central New York, Carl and his team do an awesome job. A big tip of the cap thank you as well to Bear Creek Restaurant and Liverpool Physical Therapy. Let's get into the college football playoff. And I know there's a lot of people who are you know, up in arms about, you know, the way the system is. Like, it's a, it's an invitation tournament only. It's a, uh, you know, it's it, it's a big boy tournament only. It's, um, you know, it's it's just this, you know, this big, um, this big argument every single day. Um, I don't know if we argue about anything more than college football and sports. I'm serious. I really don't. Um 
you know, Cincinnati should deserve this, and they need to get a chance, and Coastal Carolina, you know, undefeated, and they played BYU, and what about BYU now after they beat UCF, and they're 11-1, and and they, here's the thing. I think the committee, since we've gotten the playoff, and trust me, I'd rather have the playoff than, <clears throat> you know, the uh, the BCS, which I used to say, get rid of the C, and it's just BS. Um, I think, A, I'd rather have the playoff, and B, I think they've gotten it right every year uh, with the top four teams. I don't think there's any doubt right now that Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Notre Dame are the best four, period, end of discussion. The only gripe I would have, and I'm not going to lose sleep over it because I don't think they're going to win the whole thing, and they were super vulnerable against Northwestern. I have no doubt in my mind also that in a shitty Big Ten, that Ohio State would be here anyway. I have no doubt about that. If they played another seven games, you know, with the Big Ten Championship, which they got in anyway by beating Northwest, you know, and then they beat Northwestern, I have no doubt that they'd be 13-0 and that they'd be in in one of the top four spots. No questions asked, okay? But we are left to wonder. I know that they were the champions of, of, you know, trying to push football. I know that Justin Fields and company, I know Ryan Day. I know Ohio State was a big, big charter member of the Big Ten saying, let's go play football. I get that. But they're at the mercy of their shit conference. They're at the mercy of their horrendous commissioner. And because they were wildly inconsistent, you have to deal with the good and the bad in that situation. You are a member of a conference, and so you're at the mercy of them when you face adversity. I'm sorry. And the Big Ten screwed up. The Big Ten didn't play football in the beginning. The Big Ten costs a bunch of teams games. They cost seniors final great moments. They cost Indiana perhaps a chance at glory. Uh, you know, Northwestern played eight games. Would have been great to see what they could have done over 12. Again, the same thing is over Indiana, um, you know, Wisconsin, a lot of these teams. So Ohio State doesn't play a full season, and there's just something that irks me with a team that's in the college football playoff that's 6-0. It just, it just doesn't look right. It doesn't feel right. I know they pass a look test. I get that. There's two sides to this particular coin. That's not always true in sports. With this, it is. I think Ohio State at 6-0 it just looks really, really fucking weird, right? I mean, Alabama 11-0, Clemson 10-1, Notre Dame 10-1. Hey, Ohio State, you're 6-0, dude. Congrats. And, you know... You, <clears throat> basically played like a weird half-ass schedule, right? That's on the Big Ten, not on Ohio State, but unfortunately for the Buckeyes, they are a member of a conference. It's like if you're a fifth grader and you have a really, really bad teacher and that really, really bad teacher doesn't teach you great things and, and doesn't prepare you for tests and the field trips that you take are a total waste of time, you're at the mercy of the classroom. You're at the mercy of the teacher. You're at the mercy of the school district. School district makes a decision over the coronavirus. You disagree with it. You have to stay home with your kids as opposed to the kids going into school. You are at the mercy of your district. You're employed by a radio company. You're full-time. You have to do a couple of different things as an on-air person as a requirement in your contract. You're at the mercy of your company. It's one of the beauties of working for yourself. Even though I'm making a little bit less money right now, I do whatever the hell I want, and I know that it's good enough. I look at myself in the mirror every day knowing that 12 hours plus screen time on a computer and a phone, busting my ass, helping out my clients, doing the right thing, providing good content, getting the best guests, as good a guest as anybody in the country gets on radio or podcast, I know I've done enough, and I don't have to answer to a GM telling me that I'm a terrible human being. I don't have to do it. I don't have to listen to any of that. Well, guess what? Ohio State has to listen to the Big Ten. So, getting all that housekeeping out of the way, I'm still cool with four teams. 
I think these four teams are the best four teams. I understand that Lincoln Riley to Oklahoma can make a case. Uh, Florida, despite the fact they hung in with Alabama, still got beat by LSU. Cincinnati's really good. I get it. They're not the other four. Somebody wants to say, well, they don't have an opportunity to play in the SEC. Trust me right now, if you're Cincinnati, if you're Indiana, if you're Oklahoma, if you're Iowa State, if you're BYU, if you're Carolina, if you're Northwestern, <laughs> if you're Texas A&M, although they are in the SEC, rather, uh, but if you're all those other, if you're Notre Dame, for Christ's sake, you don't want to play in the SEC, okay? You just don't. The ML Sports Platter brought to you by the, uh, by, by the great folks over at Empower Federal Credit Union. Log on today to empowerfcu.com. Find your peace of mind with Empower Federal Credit Union. Thanks to Welching Company Jewelers, Rosie's Corner, and our good friends at Ken's Auto Detailing. Let's break down the games. The first one I want to discuss, and this should be a really interesting, I think, matchup based on, you know, Nick Saban and the way he's adjusted to today's college football. Okay, remember when it wasn't that long ago, right? It really wasn't when the Alabama Crimson Tide used to beat the brains out of teams with play action and defense, right? I mean, they would just obliterate you um, at the line of scrimmage and all that. I'm not saying that they don't do that defensively, defensive line, offensive line. You know, typically speaking, they're they're better in the trenches than everybody else anyway, and that's been a big reason why Alabama and Clemson have stayed at the top of college football. Um, but that's the first game on 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 uh, on January fourth, I believe, is the date. And when you look at the situation with Alabama, I think Notre Dame fans were probably like, "Oh shit!" You know, we got to deal with. We got to deal with this insanity. Uh, we've got to deal with uh, playing, no, you know, Alabama, the king of college football. This is going to be brutal. Blah 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 blah. Um, and actually, I'm sorry. It's Friday, January first. Are these games, which is actually going to feel pretty cool because New Year's Day used to be like the the day, right? Back in the BCS days, and then prior to that. Um, you know, just the national championship in general uh, being decided via Rose Bowl, via Fiesta, via all that stuff when, you know, you just pick someone or, you know, you'd have a shared national championship, etc. Um, so that would be kind of cool. Um, I don't know why I said January 4th. I must have, maybe that's the national champ, actual national championship. But dates at this point and, and what day it is, it just doesn't matter. 2020 is just a shit parade. Um, but let's get to Alabama and let's get to Notre Dame. And actually, as I <laughs> start to preview this game, this little screen that I tried to click on uh, uh, came up. So let me just quickly do the date thing, okay? January 1st uh, is bo- are both the games, okay? you got Alabama-Notre Dame. you got Clemson-Ohio State. Uh, the first game is Alabama-Notre Dame in Arlington, Texas. That was moved, obviously, from the West Coast. Clemson-Ohio State is in New Orleans at night. And then the national championship will be played in Miami, Florida. Second time the college football playoff title game, by the way, played in Florida. It's Tampa's Raymond James Stadium. you believe this? They're going to have that game and the Super Bowl this year. Man, alive. Incredible stuff. And they'll have some fans, which is really good. That, that's 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 awesome. Uh, Monday, January 11th is when that game is for the national title. All the marbles in college football, I expect, an Alabama-Clemson final, of course. Let's get to Alabama-Notre Dame, though. So, you know, back in the day, 
if if this were you know ten years ago, I would say to myself, hey, Notre Dame could keep it within three to six to nine to twelve points, right? Without a doubt. I don't know if there's any question about it. <clears throat> but now I don't see it. Notre Dame got rocked by Clemson. I mean, they literally from the shoot had no chance. What's going to be different in this fo- different in this football game? Like seriously. I mean, how is Notre Dame going to slow down Mac Jones, Najee Harris, and Devontae Smith? And I'll tell you this right now. When 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 Alabama used to, and I said 10 years ago for a reason, maybe even six years ago, who knows? But Nick Saban teams used to punish you with the run game, the play action. Think Derrick Henry. Think Mark Ingram. Think play action pass. Think A.J. McCarron. Think stout defense. Think corners getting picks. Think that. Alabama, tough, hard nose defense, running game, play action, etc. Think that style of football and you know now Alabama Nick Saban and this is just again another example of how unbelievable this guy is he has said look I have to adapt myself I gotta I gotta adapt right now I gotta go out score people because everybody's throwing the football right everybody's throwing the football so I need to as well and they're scoring in the 40s they're scoring in the 50s uh Florida they were close to Alabama in that game right there's no doubt there's no doubt. But it was just that extra Mac Jones throw. It was that extra Najee Harris run. And I just don't know how Notre Dame's going to slow down Alabama. I just don't. In the spread offense, I don't know how they're going to do it. The one thing that Notre Dame does have going for it is they have a couple of guys who can really close and I think the key player who could maybe be a spy on either the run game of Harris or the throw game of Mac Jones is going to be Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa, who is clearly an NFL player. He's 6'1, 215. He's a senior out of Hampton, Virginia. Keep your eyes on him because he's a guy who's going to be able to do a lot of different things, a lot of decoy, a lot of spy, a lot of schemes. Um, so I, I think this is a guy you got to focus on for the Notre Dame defense um, to to try and make some kind of a play, to kind of try and disrupt things, to maybe delay blitz. They've got to figure out a way to disrupt Mac Jones. Uh, and again, if you stop Mac Jones a little bit, does that mean Najee Harris is running all over the place? I'm not sure. By the way, this is all happening for Alabama without Waddle, who's been injured forever and was at the moment he got injured, <clears throat> you know, arguably the best, most exciting player in college football. That's how good, that's how deep Alabama is. I think Alabama wins this game huge. And I know that there's a lot of, you know, the Notre Dame people, oh, well, you know, keep the chip on the shoulder, keep looking past us. No, no, no. We did the same exact thing going to the Clemson game, and they got their asses handed to them. And I just don't know, again, how Notre Dame, again, Ian Book's nice. They have NFL guys on both sides. Alabama is a freaking machine. Machine. I just don't know how Notre Dame is going to slow down the Crimson Tide. Najee Harris, impossible to stop every time he touches the football. And by the way, Najee Harris, he's an NFL player. But don't be surprised. Again, we always want the next thing, right? We expect the next thing. What's he going to do? What's he, NFL, NFL. <clears throat> don't, all I'm saying is don't be surprised if he goes into the NFL and has, I'm not saying all the success Derrick Henry's had, but some of the success. Big, strong Powerful, fast, Saban, great in the red zone, can break it at any time, runs north, west, uh, north, south, east, west, does it all. 
can run outside, inside, in between the tackles, etc. Don't be surprised to see him have at least a little bit of the Derrick Henry success in the National Football League. And, um, you know, again, you got you got Smith, you got Mechie. I, I, I just don't know how in the world, you know, this team is going to be slowed down by Notre Dame. I just don't. And it's going to be a case, period, end of discussion, it's going to be a case <clears throat> where Notre Dame cannot get at any at any point, at any point, Notre Dame cannot get down by more than like 10 points. If they get down by more than 10, and even if it happens early, this game is toast. So I'll take Alabama big in this one. I don't know. Let's say four touchdowns-ish, right? You know, one of these like 45 to 24, you know, type games, 45-28, somewhere in there. I just think this team's too good. I'm going to give you Clemson and Ohio State a preview and some thoughts on that next. ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms like Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. Thanks to Bryant and Stratton College and Empower Federal Credit Union. I think Clemson, Ohio State, <clears throat> you know, going to be a little bit closer uh, than the Alabama, Notre Dame. And I think simply put, the reason is because Ohio State on both sides of the football, they're closer to Clemson than Notre Dame is to Alabama. I think it's really that simple. I mean, they have more NFL guys on each side. <clears throat> Having said that, the big key for me is going to be how Ohio State defends Trevor Lawrence in order to allow the secondary opportunities to shut him down, which you can't do. So let's change the verbiage to slow him down. Can you get the turnover? And I suppose that Notre Dame getting a turnover against Alabama is is nice. It's cute. <clears throat> but if Ohio State gets a turnover or two against Clemson and plays a short field, that's going to be a big deal. That can that can keep a minute. In other words, I think if Mac Jones throws two interceptions against Notre Dame, I still think Alabama wins by four touchdowns, right? But if Ohio State can do that with their talent and their ability to run the football <clears throat> and control the clock and use fields in terms of the play action, right? And and utilize the big hulking bowling ball, <clears throat> right, in the backfield and Trey Sermon, who ran all over Northwestern. Set up that play action and get guys like Garrett Wilson involved on the outside, outside the numbers, try to get an early lead. It could happen for Ohio State. They need a couple of turnovers to get this thing rolling in the right direction. There's no question about that. I think Clemson wins this game in the 31, you know, 21 kind of mold. I think it's probably a, a two-possession win. But they have got to get a turnover or two, Ohio State, period. And again, firepower is the word, right? I mean, you've got Clemson, you've got Bama, you've got firepower, you got offensive players. I mean, the NFL guys in these games... The amount of these guys that are going to the pros, it's spectacular. I mean, the college football playoff, you know, it goes beyond Mac Jones, Najee Harris, you know, Devontae Smith, Mechie, Ian Book. Uh, it goes beyond Trevor Lawrence and Amari Rogers and Travis Etienne and Justin Fields. I mean, it goes beyond that. Offensive linemen, defensive linemen. I mean, there's guys galore 
who are are going to the you know going to the NFL and that's one of the things that I love about these games. It has a pro football feel in the in the college football playoff. I'm just not sure what else to say about Ohio State against Clemson or Notre Dame against Alabama. I do think because Ohio State has a little bit more and they're a little bit closer to you know Clemson in terms of overall talent I think they have a better opportunity to hang in there and I think the turnover short field make Trevor Lawrence shake make him do something right like make him make him think that he has Rodgers over the top but he doesn't you know, I mean, you've got guys littered. You look at mock drafts. I mean, the, the NFL guys on, on these four rosters, you look at these mock drafts. I mean, there's, you know, they're all over the place. It, it, these are the big programs. These are the best guys. And it's what I said earlier about, like, Cincinnati and all these, oh, well, hey, man, if you get, you know, they don't have an opportunity to play in the SEC. If Cincinnati played in the SEC, they might have two wins. Auburn just made a coaching change because Auburn can't handle the SEC. And Auburn's a good football team. For their fan base, it's not good enough because the expectations are wildly, wildly out of control. But the point is, like, this is this is a big, 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 big boy conference. And it was set a long time ago. You know, the teams were set a long time ago. College football is very geographical. And teams just kept playing and kept getting better. And the model was the way it was for 80, 90 years. And then it changed, and we had the BCS, and now we have you know the college football playoff, and this is just how it is. And I'm here to tell you, I am here to tell you, that if you are of the mindset that Cincinnati deserves to be in a college football playoff, they don't deserve to be in a top four, give me a break, but if you are of the ilk that there should be a top eight and expand it to Cincinnati, expand it to Coastal Carolina, expand it so Florida or Texas A&M can get in, right? Expand it to that because that's the only thing that's fair. Right? I mean, it's the only thing that's fair, right? You got to let them in, right? You got to give Indiana the chance. I mean, Oklahoma's been great at the end of the year. You got to give them a chance. I think they got two losses, but God, isn't it what you do later, not how you start? It's how you, it's how you finish, not how you start. Well, I can't myself ignore Kansas State and Iowa State losses at the beginning of the year for a team that's a national perennial, right? National championship contender. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. I can't ignore giving up 38 points to Kansas State and losing that game. I like Spencer Rattler a lot. I think Oklahoma's a terrific program. They're a big boy program. There's no doubt. They're one of the historical top 10 probably programs in the history of the game. They lost to Kansas State and Iowa State at the beginning of the year. And the Big 12 is terrible. Terrible. Why is Oklahoma allowed into a playoff? Why, why, so we need to expand it to eight to watch Oklahoma get murdered by Alabama? Coastal Carolina to get destroyed by Clemson? Do you really want to watch Cincinnati get pounded by 40 by Ohio State? Like, to me, I, I just think people are missing the boat on that. You know, Georgia's 7-2, and two, right? And they're nowhere near the top two programs in America in Alabama-Clemson. I did a podcast on this, why we don't have a third party that's equal to the top two, right? Why there's such a drop-off. Go listen to it. 
Do we really need Indiana in a top eight playoff so they can get absolutely whacked by Clemson? I don't think so. So I think Alabama wins by, you know, four, four-ish touchdown margin. I think Clemson two-touchdown game. Again, closer clubs in Clemson, Ohio State. I can't wait for both of these games. You got the games on the first, and you got the big 10-day layoff, which is classic, you know, hype, lead up, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it'll allow teams to get back into, a, I guess, some kind of a bubble situation to try and quote-unquote stay healthy, even though we played college football with zero issues with coronavirus. Um, <clears throat> so if you're listening to the media talk about how they shouldn't have played and all this stuff, just turn off the TV. It's all, it's just not factual. Um, and I think we're going to have an Alabama-Clemson final. Uh, if we don't, I'd be actually pretty surprised. I would call upsets, even though Ohio State and Notre, Notre Dame are very, very good teams. And then when the national championship game is uh, is set, I will preview that game. But I think that's where we're at right now. you got a ton of NFL talent. I think you're going to have a lot of back and forth. Uh, but I think you're playing chess if you're Alabama and Clemson. I think you're playing checkers if you're Ohio State and Notre Dame. We'll see what happens here. ML Sports Platter, Bryant Stratton College, Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State, and Stanley Law Offices bringing it to you. Thanks for listening all over the major platforms where you get your podcasts on your smartphone device. And I do want to mention it is going to be a brand new uh, time for people. Hopefully in 2021 we have a better year. We've, you know, we're able to go out and eat at our local restaurants. Don't change your thinking with local restaurants. Don't change your thinking. Oh, well, you know, people are in there now, so I don't have to go in there as much. No, no, no. This is going to take a long time to recover from coronavirus. Whenever we officially get out of this thing, whenever we can pack restaurants again and all that, don't wait. Keep doing it. Keep going. Even if we have vaccines and all that, because this is going to take a long time to get all the way back to where we used to be, uh, no matter what side of, of the coronavirus you are on. Keep going out and getting those local restaurant gift cards. Make sure you get your curbside takeout to all the ML Sports Platter sponsors, Hides of Liverpool, Bear Creek Restaurant, Rosie's Corner, the Allen Angus Pub, gift cards available at Axe Exotic Pets, Ken's Auto Detailing, Camillus Golf Club memberships. Keep local business thriving and going during tough times. Thanks so much for listening. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com marathon. Introducing Venture X, Capital One's new travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars, and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel, and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.